0: We are back. Welcome again to the Parent Pivot Podcast. I'm Steve Cummings.
1: And I'm Julia Cummings.
0: So we like to come at you with things that are going on in our lives um, together. And you know, we've got four adult children. If you haven't listened to podcasts before, there's just tons of different subjects matters. We encourage you to go back and look at different ones. But um, if you haven't heard before and you're new to the podcast, we like to come at you in real time. Um, we are both um, professionally trained counselors here in the state of Georgia. Um, we, are, we want you to learn from our mistakes. We haven't gotten it right uh, at times, but we do have a lot of um, uh, uh, friends and clients that we interact with, and we just see a lot of common things going on. Yeah. And, um, and things, and so even even I this week were talking about, I was talking with some guys in a, in a small group on Friday that, you know, things are changing in this world. It is harder and harder to get our kids launched and out there and find sustainable living and do it the way grandma and grandpa did, the way we're doing it, and for whatever reason, the whole different dynamics, it's just not working, but we wanna kinda of come around that uh, subject today. Yeah. Um, what do you have in mind?
1: So. I thought that I that we might share a bit of our own story. Okay. Um, so when we first got married, yep. we're, so we're talking 1988. We 35 met. years ago. A long Woo-hoo. time ago. Um, we, Steve was in seminary. Yep. We thought we were going into the ministry. In fact, we got
0: married on my um, spring break. Yes. I took one class, yes. flew to California. In fact, one of, one of my seminary friends was on that two-hour flight from Denver to L.A., Okay, we got there. Sorry for taking a stop. This is where all the good stuff comes <laughs> in, you guys. Just go with this. Uh, just for memory. And Rich Morthland, if you're listening, Rich, this was about you. Um, it took us more than two hours to go from LAX down to Orange County. He goes, this, was, this is ridiculous. I've never <laughs> been to Southern California. I don't know if I want to come back. Um, but then we got married, went on our honeymoon, and I took you back to Colorado. Yes. And uh, we were in Denver. So yes, yes. young... Uh, didn't know what we were doing other than we're, no. we're living on yeah. campus at Denver seminary.
1: We're clueless at this stage of the game. And what's really funny about kids today is, well, and I, you know what, I shouldn't say kids today because it was true of our generation too. I can think of people who they wanted all their ducks in a row before they had a child and right. all of that. And, and we just weren't that way. Yep. So here we were, our Steve's last year in seminary and I'm pregnant um, hadn't even been married quite two years, and um, it—you know—we were in no financial position no. to have a child. I've got—we didn't but, know what was next. Nope. Um, we again—we thought we were going to be going into the ministry. That didn't happen. Nope. We ended up back in California. Yep. Um, and all that to say, at that stage of the game. <laughs> I mean, when we got to California, we moved into this little apartment in Arcadia. It Actually, was a pretty good-sized apartment now. That yeah, was, and it, was
0: it a few months later?
1: So uh, we moved in... <laughs> November. November. Yeah. And by January 1st... Yeah,
0: Julia's Julie's going, I don't feel sick. I think I might be pregnant. I'm going, <laughs> bite your tongue. Yeah. How did that happen? Well, I know how that happened. So but.
1: here we, I was pregnant. Yeah. We were not in a good financial situation at no. the time at all. And here I was going to have two children that were 13 months apart. Yeah, we didn't
0: have insurance benefits. We had to pay for the COBRA Cobra, payment with UPS. uh,
1: So all that to say, when I was pregnant, we ended up homeless, actually. Not
0: homeless with the cardboard sign holding. Right. right.
1: No, not, but.
0: Unable to be in a place that we could afford for ourselves and get sustained. sustained, The job
1: that Steve got. Right. Had made some promises to us that they did not keep. Correct, um, and so financially, we found ourselves in a really bad position. Yes, with one very with an infant and one on the way.
0: Yep. So we uh, so
1: we packed up. We got out of that um, apartment apartment. And we ended up moving to South Orange County. Yep. Where in my brother's house with he and his wife. And it was a, and
0: a room with a, a fold-out couch bed. Yes. We put the porta crib next to us that had Wesley in. And you're pregnant with Campbell.
1: Yes. And, gotta do what you gotta um, do. Had to do what we had to do. Anyway, so that's where we ended up for several months. Um, then right before Campbell was born in August we ended up Steve worked for an agency that was foster had, family agency right. that some group homes and they had group homes there's a
0: property that was available sorry
1: and they <laughs> let us move into one of those right. homes for a time which right. also ended up screwing us up financially because right. unbeknownst to us we had to
0: claim the value of what would have normally been rent as income right. on our taxes Right. So we just, I mean, we're just trying to get on our feet over and over. We're scrambling. We're having kids. We don't know where we're going to live. We get a free place. Oh, it's not necessarily free because then you got to do this. And we're just getting snowed under.
1: Yes. So that's how we started out. I mean, and yeah. <laughs> it, it was not great. And then we ended up in another apartment finally. And then we ended up, by the time we had Jamie Lynn, we were moving into a very small two-bedroom True house.
0: Two-bedroom bungalow house. 900 square feet, and we're pregnant with our third. And Jamie Lynn was a screamer. So (laughs) So, we actually gave up the master bedroom, let her have the other bedroom. We, You guys are going to laugh at this. We moved our bed out into the family room. We sold our couch. If you came over to our house, you'd open the door and go, oh, there's the bed. Oh, should we even be in here? (laughs) Yeah. But we had to do what we had to do.
1: Yeah. So in our own story, we have where we... just, you know, and even from there, I would say we never really quite caught up all of our years in California. No. And we didn't leave California till we were in our fifties. Yeah. But at one point when we were pregnant with our fourth child, there we go. And we're still in this little bungalow. We still are sleeping on our bed out in the living room and we end up pregnant with a fourth.
0: Right. And we're, we're thinking, (laughs) okay, we're just going to figure out how to do this. And it was your dad who came to us and said, you guys need a bigger place. And we're like, (laughs) We know. But <laughs> yeah. we don't know what we're gonna do.
1: No, and luckily and this was our blessing, and I realize everybody doesn't have this kind of blessing, but I'm getting I'm going to get to the point yes. of where I'm going with all of this story. Yes. So my parents were in a really good financial situation. Um and they needed to purchase something.
0: They're having a tax. Uncle Sam was getting too much money.
1: Yes. So they ended up purchasing a house with us in mind to live in. And um, we just paid them rent. So that's kind of how that worked for us. We ended up in a three bedroom, yep. two bath little house. It was great. We loved it. We're, we're in happy. our 30s, raising yeah.
0: four kids. We yeah. finally talked you into a dog. You finally let us have a dog.
1: <laughs> yeah. And we were happy. Well, then my parents' financial situation even became better. Still, yeah. And they felt like they still needed to make another, a bigger purchase. So they ended up buying their dream home up on a hill. And, you know, it was a much more expensive house. And they basically asked us, do you want to move into the house that I grew up in?
0: Right, your childhood home. Which My was an extra, f- had another bedroom.
1: Had four bedrooms. And a pool. Two and a half baths, a swimming pool. And a closer much, to church. And a much better school district. Yep. All of that. It wasn't a hard
0: decision. Yeah. And so we're <laughs> like,
1: like, great. And they weren't going to charge us more yes, for, for yes, rent. Yes, yes, yes. So we ended they, up staying in that house the whole time we raised our kids. We didn't leave that house until we left California.
0: Good 15 years.
1: Yeah. Um, that was our blessing. Yes. We are so blessed. Oh, we, that that I don't know where we
0: would be without, without their, your parents generosity. generosity.
1: No. And even beyond that, there's more generosity to speak of beyond that. And, um, and it, the irony of my parents is they weren't wealthy people. Um, my dad had a public servant job. My mom was a stay at home mom, but my dad was a spendthrift. And every time he got a raise, that raise went in the bank. He did not change his uh, standard of living. They didn't change what they spent. I I would tell you, I really grew up without things, without... It was hard because we lived in a more affluent area. Right. But I was not affluent and, um, you know, I didn't have what the other kids had. So all that to say... All of that penny pinching that my dad did—he was a product of the depression—and so you know he kept
0: he kept bars of soap. he, he was a big <laughs> soap keeper. Any hotel you go to, let's keep the soap.
1: And those little tiny bottles of booze from the airplanes—we had tons of those. But he left us when my dad died in 2006. He left my mom in a great financial situation, yeah. and to this day she blesses all of her children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. Yeah. just. Um, we just heard her
0: say it again. I just asked God what, how I can do to help take care of my family. And we're like, Mom, yeah. you're already doing it.
1: Yeah, today is her 93rd birthday. Yeah. and um, So all that to say, we are a product of being blessed by our parents. Correct. And you know what? I have to jump in there and t- yes, talk my about parents your as well. parents, my parents as well. My parents have done the same. Yeah.
0: Even though they haven't had that same level of of of, of uh, standard of living, yeah, but they've sacrificed. But they
1: Sacrificed. They paid for our kids to go to private school. They have blessed us. When Steve was out of a job a few yeah. years ago, they gave us a big chunk of change. Yeah, they they have blessed yeah. us, yeah. and so we
0: both both parents.
1: Both parents have blessed us beyond measure. And just given selflessly and sacrificially, right?
0: And and that's that kind of that's the nature of a parent. You never stop being a parent. Yeah, it's hard to see your kids suffer, and I know on this podcast we've talked about hey, you need to pivot from being the parent to the partner, and you can overdo it by paying for everything for them and they never leave the house. Like we've talked before about the failure to launch. Yeah, that's that's an extreme. You don't want to go that far. But then if they are being Responsible and trying to land on their feet, and they're trying to do stuff right, and there still needs to go. I think that's what we're kind of talking about here tonight.
1: Yeah, today. today. Yeah. So, where I'm kind of going with this is in today's world, I think it's even harder than what we have. Oh, I easily. Mean, we were in California and we we're watching all our friends buy homes, and we could never buy yeah, a home. Yeah. Um, so, we are now. Now, we've reached 60, and we are in a better financial situation probably than we've ever been. And now we have four adult children who are married, and we are trying to pass on that generosity right. on some level. We don't
0: have that level that your parents had. No, but not even But we can do close. what we can, right.
1: Yeah. So, But where I'm trying to go with all of this is just how hard it is today. And mm-hmm. just even in the last couple of years, we've seen... Inflation rise and you know housing costs rise and uh, interest rates rise and you know it's just becoming more and more and more difficult and the price of renting an apartment oh at this here, stage of the game here in
0: Georgia for a one bedroom you're spending two thousand dollars a month
1: yeah it doesn't which, matter where you are in the yeah, country I think yeah. it's it's astronomical so if you if you're young and you haven't had a chance to save for a down down payment and you have to rent. It's You're never going to be able to save for a down payment. And that's right. part of the problem. So right. these kids. These, these adult, adult children,
0: children.
1: You know. I, I guess where I'm going is. We need to help them. On some level. We if you need, can. Yeah. If you can. We need to open up our houses sometimes. We need to give them the opportunity to save for that down payment. And. Where we've talked about before, the child who's not willing to work or who's depressed or who is just taking advantage, right those aren't the ones that I'm talking about. I'm right. talking about the ones that are trying to make a living yes. and working hard yes. and trying to figure it out. Yes, and, and they still can't
0: seem to make it. It's just if, whatever it's taking longer and longer and longer yes. to find the right times or for whatever reason, but you see them working hard. Yeah. I mean, in the meantime, while you're looking for that big job, you can go out and work at a grocery store or do something. Yeah. But you see them doing something other than just playing video games and sitting in your basement. Right.
1: Right. So in our own life, right now, we're trying to figure out how to help our kids. How how do we help them? And so one thing that we're talking about doing is trying to convert a a portion of our house into a living space where any of our kids might be able to come for a time and be able to save, right. and be able to do that, so that they can um, become financially independent right. and things like that. So. Anyway.
0: In the past, I mean, we've, we've tried to rent it out. We've done we've done Airbnb for about a couple of years being super host, and that got exhausting. We really love sharing our property. We live on two acres here, and God has blessed us with even finding it. Uh, we pray over this property all the time. We have a house church that's met here. Um, it's, it's just a peaceful setting with deer and things like that. And all the guests that have come over the last two years for Airbnb have gone, this is a beautiful place. Yeah. Um, people who see it, it's awesome so we just want to share it so part of it is like do we do we generate some revenue to help pay, off, pay down debt or do we pause that idea and let's expand it to a larger area because we might have some kids that need some help for a time like we did yeah um, we're looking back going hey you know what um, our kids they know how to work hard Mm-hmm. And so do their spouses. Mm-hmm. Um, they've all chosen well. They're, they're, they're great. They've got got good marriages going on, and and we love that. So how can we do the same thing like your parents did for us? Yeah. Kind of, um, you know, what's it called? Pay it forward? Yes. That's what we'll tie the podcast. Pay it forward.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of where we're coming from. And even um, we decided that we would do a future podcast um, on... Generational... You can explain that. Yeah. Better. Well,
0: I've been realizing more and more, we've got some friends here in Georgia, and then I was on LinkedIn following some friends, believe it or not. In fact, I'm going to mention their names, uh, John and Cherie Talbert. Um, They just hosted the Savannah Bananas (laughs) on their property out in the Bay Area, and uh, and the party animals. And so I was talking with John. They're doing four-generational living on that property. Now, they've got a vineyard. Um, We know his parents, Sam and Janice, because they were pastors at Calvary Church, Santa Anna when we were there, we know John and Cherie. We haven't met their kids, but then their grandkids are there. So there's this, this um, generational living going on. And here, just around the corner, we've got some really good friends. Same thing going on. Four generations. You yeah. know, grandma's there. Um, our friends are there. Their kids. And then their grandkids. Yeah. And I am start scratching my head going, you know, when you look at the Bible, you know, there was a lot of generational living going on then. Yeah. And even today around the world, you and I have traveled to other countries and we see it all the time. Yeah. You know, grandmas and there's there's a lot it's there's all together You're in the same community, the same village and and there's something to be said for that. Yeah. Here in America, we have just decided ever since the industrial revolution and the and the, the the emergence of cities cuz you used to live in rural towns cities and factories and whatever and all of a sudden you could find any job that you wanted and education became important and boom and here we went um i'm wondering if things are starting to change Mm -hmm. and for survival of living here for how long god has us maybe just maybe generational family living is what works for you? I don't know.
1: And it may be the wave of the future.
0: And so we're starting to consider that. So that means all the things we said back earlier in our podcast season about, you know, get your kids out of the house and here's what to do. We're now rethinking that because there's another model here going on. There still needs to be boundaries.
1: I'm not rethinking that. No, you're not. No. Okay, so, uh, there still uh, needs to
0: be boundaries in privacy and, 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 and making sure that you're not enabling and stuff like that.
1: Right. And it's that enabling piece that, that we've been talking about yes. mostly because yes. um, So many of us struggle with that. Right. Is is just being doormats on some level and not encouraging our kids to grow up. Right. And so we still stand by that.
0: We still, we do. But
1: we do realize there may be a trend coming. Right. If you have space in your house. Right. Or property to build something else. Or property. That This generational living idea might be really appropriate for right. you and your family, um, if only for a period of time.
0: Yeah, who knows? And so be listening, because I did talk to John, and I told I told you, sweetie, yeah. um, they're very interested, and in, they, they want to be on our podcast. So we're going to have John and Shreet Talbert on. We're going to talk about generational family living, and so stay tuned for that one. It'll be coming up hopefully in a couple of weeks. We'll get it scheduled so we can get them interviewed and, and get yeah. that going, because I really want to hear from them. They've done it. Yeah, And I'm going to go, hey, what does this look like? Take me on a little, you know, camera thing and, and show me around. What, what does yeah. it look like with four generations all on the same property?
1: Yeah. And actually, we do have somebody else to talk about who did that, too. So we recently had a couple that are former missionaries who pastor at our um, current church. That's true. Uh, hit, she Her parents are former missionaries. And they they were moving here to mm-hmm, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And so while they were looking for a home for all of them to live in together, yeah, yeah. they were in our basement. I don't
0: know how I missed that one. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right underneath us. Because
1: they only moved out a couple of days ago. Yeah, they were here for um, a couple months. And so they finally found a house that was going to work for yeah. their family. And it will be three generations. Yep. And... Um, they found something that was going to work for them. Yeah. So, you know, that's a way to do it too is um, compiling your money together and finding that uh, property that might work for you or, you know.
0: Yeah, it all depends on the relationships and how they're going. If you're respecting boundaries and you're letting the families live and make decisions, you're not enmeshed, you're not enabling because our our friends that were here last night have, you know, mother-in-law down the basement and it's a little different scenario. Uh, even though they've got three generations going too, but that seems to be, it seems to be the way you got to survive. Yeah, and, and it,
1: it's the way the older generation is surviving as well. Sometimes because they don't have the money, like say my mom does, right? Um, and so you have the older generation moving in with the younger generation these days a lot.
0: So I have a question for you, sweetie. Does that mean as we get older, we might have to move out of the master bedroom into the basement <laughs> and let the kids have the sure mains? Main, there we go. That would work. There we go. Yeah. Okay.
1: Anyway, so those are our thoughts. I really don't have much more than that to say. Yeah, Um, We
0: would love to hear your thoughts. Here's the best way to get a hold of us. Um, Go to Gmail and type in parentpivotpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your comments. Hey, we're doing this and it's working out great. Hey, we're thinking about doing this um, and here are some thoughts that we've had. We would love to hear from you. We're hearing from people all the time. Go to our Facebook page and put a comment there on the Parent Pivot Podcast on the Facebook page. We would love to uh, do that as well so um yeah we just enjoy sitting down at the mic flipping on the microphone and going hey here's what's happening in real time Mm -hmm. and we felt like hey here's a good subject and we wanted to be able to bring that up with you so we're enjoying our time please tell your friends about the parent pivot podcast would you rate it would you review it would you comment on it on whatever platform you're listening and then join us again on our next episode of the parent pivot podcast
1: see you later